This is Against All Enemies, a show about threats to American democracy. Political violence is on the rise. An alarming percentage of Americans believe they may have to take up arms against their neighbors. Some are already doing so. Against All Enemies highlights the activities of extremist organizations and their enablers. Our goal is to educate, not to alarm. The threats are real. But if we know what we are up against, together we can beat them. It's Ken Harbaugh with Against All Enemies on the Midas Touch Network. In all of the recent coverage of the Republican Party's inability to govern, there's one thing in particular that I think is being overlooked. Take a look at this clip of Newt Gingrich, in which he, unintentionally I am sure, highlights one of the most disturbing features of today's Republican Party. Here it is. 96% of the Republicans voted for McCarthy. 4% voted against him. From my position as a longtime Republican activist, they're traitors. All eight of them should, in fact, be primaried. They should all be driven out of public life. What they did was to go to the other team to cause total chaos. We ought to be focusing on Biden. We ought to be focusing on the economy. We ought to be focusing on the border. Instead, you're going to get a week or 10 days of the media focusing on Republican disarray. It's an astonishingly destructive behavior by a handful of egocentric people who think they're superior to 96% of the conference. When Newt Gingrich describes the destructive behavior of these renegade Republicans, what's he actually talking about? Is he worried about the damage they are doing to the country? Is he worried about the next looming government shutdown? No, he's worried only about the damage to the Republican Party, a party which he, by the way, helped radicalize. In describing Matt Gates and the other Republicans who humiliated Kevin McCarthy, Newt Gingrich uses the word traitor. That struck me. As a vet, when I hear the word traitor, I think of someone who betrays their country, not their political party. I suspect most Americans hear that word the same way. Not Newt Gingrich, and increasingly not the rest of his party. The damage done to America by his fellow Republicans doesn't even show up on Newt Gingrich's radar. Unfortunately, I don't think he misspoke, and I don't think he's an outlier. Today's Republican Party does not feel the same way about patriotism or treason that it used to. My parents, both lifelong old-school Republicans, could not imagine calling someone a traitor for anything but betraying their country. And yet here is Mike Pence at a speech to a crowd of conservative Republicans being called a traitor for his decision not to support the coup attempt on January 6th. And I want to thank my friend Ralph Reed for those overly generous words. I'm deeply humbled by them. And Ralph Reed knows me well enough to know the introduction I prefer is a little bit shorter. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. And I Trump himself has turned accusations of treason into an art form. Pay attention to his use of the terms treason and traitor. The subtext almost every time is about personal betrayal. It's not about the country. Here is Trump referring to General Mark Milley's actions after the 2020 election, when the general, following all proper protocol and procedures, contacted his counterparts within the Chinese military to reassure them that America wasn't going to start World War III. General Milley today at his retirement ceremony said, quote, we don't take an oath from a wannabe dictator. Do you actually well, General Milley, what he did death? is really treasonous. If you look at what he said to China, 
uh, he's either stupid or it's treason. But what he said to China should never be allowed. That can never be allowed in our country. Did you suggest attacking you know China? General Milley, General Milley, who I know, he's a lazy guy, who left billions and billions of dollars worth of equipment with the Taliban. General Milley's a lazy guy who's not very smart. But what, Gen what General Milley did to China and with China is a disgrace. And but frankly, why suggest there are death? many people that would call it treason. But why suggest Thank death? Thank you very much. Thanks for listening, everyone. I've got a quick break here, but I need a favor first. Shows like this depend on your support. Please, if you can spare five seconds, click the link to the podcast version of the show below and leave us a five-star review. It really does help. Thanks. It's important to acknowledge that Democrats use the words treason and traitor as well. But the distinction in how those terms are used tells you everything. When Democrats describe the former president, for example, as behaving in a treasonous manner, it's for things like exposing America's most sensitive national security secrets to foreign adversaries. It's for siding with Vladimir Putin over our own intelligence agencies. That's a big difference. I cannot think of a more important contrast between our two parties as they operate today. For Democrats, Membership in their party is instrumental. It's a way to improve their country through better politicians enacting better policies. For Democrats, the party is a means to an end. For today's Republicans, loyalty to their tribe is not a means to an end. It is the end. It is everything. That is new. It's important to point that out because I know quite a few old school Republicans who are bewildered by what has happened to their party. Some of them, let's be honest, are responsible for pushing the party in this direction, but it is still shocking to them. This clip of Lindsey Graham at a Trump rally in his home state of South Carolina illustrates this ugly new reality. Listen as the crowd shouts, traitor. Welcome to Pickens. Thank y'all for coming. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks a bunch. Well, well, you want to find something in common? <laughs> So why were the Trump fans relentless in booing their senator? Well, because he's not Trumpy enough. And even Trump seemed taken aback by the reaction, giving a half-hearted defense of Graham, a man who voted to acquit him in two separate impeachments. You can make mistakes on occasion. Even Lindsey down here, Senator Lindsey Graham. We love Senator Graham. We're going we're gonna to love him. We're going to love him. I know, it's half and half, but when I need some of those liberal votes, he's always there to help me get them, okay? I honestly don't know where we go from here. How do we convince a party that it shouldn't just exist to perpetuate itself or to reinforce internal loyalty? In a democracy, that's not what parties are for. It may be that today's Republican Party is too far gone. I suppose that I, that we, cannot figure that out for them. They're going to have to decide why they exist, which leaves us for now with one choice. The Democratic Party 
as fractious and disorganized as it may be, is America's pro-democracy party. It does not exist simply to enforce loyalty to a tribe, and it understands what the words traitor and treason really mean.